hi, hi. Good morning, Laguna Beach. It's Craig here on Rainbow Radio, KXFM 104.7. So glad you're tuning in this beautiful day in Laguna Beach. Yet another beautiful day, the 10-day weather forecast. Get right to it. An abundant sunshine. I love it when it's an abundant sunshine. High is uh, 79, winds west to southwest, 5 to 10 miles per hour. And the humidity, as my friends say, is 29%. So you can keep that youthful appearance all day long as it uh, massages your complexion. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, we have a, the moon is, uh, we have is uh, a waxing Gibson. A gibbon, gibbous, 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 G-I-B-B-O-U-S, waxing gibbous. I want to call it a Gibson. I think that's a cocktail, but <laughs> with vodka. Oof. I mean, no, with gin, mm, I think. Uh, someone will correct me, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm always being audited. So, yeah, so, and then tonight it'll get down to 55, but 79 today, um, uh, let's just call it 80, <laughs> seven mile an hour wind, so it's, Nice little breeze, 80 degrees here in lovely Laguna Beach. It is a beach day again, yet again. And let's look ahead for the week. Let's see what we got going here. Um, well, Monday is going to be partly cloudy. And uh, Tuesday, there are going to be some morning showers. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's sunny, 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 sunny. So we got some good days coming ahead. We are so blessed. Uh, high 60s, low 70s for the week. Um, wonderful weather here. Again, we're just spoiled rotten here. <laughs> and I hope we all know it. <laughs> oh, yes. Lovely rainbow, <laughs> rainbow culture here in Laguna Beach. So thanking Mike Johnson and Chris Tibbet. Um, uh, a couple announcements I want to say about uh, uh, that's coming up. First of all, a week from today, speaking of the waxing given gibbous, uh, is, uh, which has, hasn't happened for a while, Laguna Beach Pride is having their um, uh, weenie roast. <laughs> well, actually, uh, do, they do s'mores. But it's anyway, Aliso Beach from 5 to 10 p.m., a week from today, and it's uh, when you outdoors, you bundle up, you go to the beach. Well, it's probably fairly nice, but bring a beach chair, put your feet up on the fire pit at Liso Beach. We'll reserve us some space there for everyone, and uh, just uh, watch the sunset. And uh, and as hopefully the moon's around. We don't know. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. But uh, the gloaming, as they say, um, as the sun sets and the skies bloom <laughs> it's a wonderful it's a wonderful event actually i have to say a lot of people shows up with uh, shows up yeah a lot of people show up with their dogs and their kids and their brothers and sisters and parents and whomever they want to drag along uh, it's nice if you want to bring some snacks and uh we do have uh sticks for hot dogs if you want to bring some hot dogs we do provide s'mores, which is, um, if you're not familiar, they're graham crackers and chocolate and marshmallows. And you melt the marshmallows and you make a little graham cracker marshmallow chocolate sandwich. And it satiates you uh, while you, um, you know, while you uh, join the, the crowd. No alcohol is allowed on the beach. So you want to be very careful about that. 
parking uh, is enforced till 10 o'clock. The beach parking it closes at 10 or we might stay later, but we can't. So anyway, four hours, or see, five to 10, that's what, five hours. So that's a pretty good time frame. And uh, as I said, a lot of people have been pent up and forgetting how to socialize because of COVID. This is a great icebreaker to get back into that socialization mode that we've been lacking in our lives so much. I think I have. I mean, uh, my socialization has been my three screens on my computer at home. And uh, it's not as rewarding as some, you know, in-person socialization. I have to say, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't really talk back to me. I, I need some more interaction. So I'm going to be there. And I know most of Laguna Beach Pride people will be there. And hopefully we, well, we have like 17 people have RSVP, which means there's probably 30 or 40 people are going to show up. So it should be a good crowd. Uh, not overpowering, but uh, again, it bring your beach chair and put your feet up and, and relax. Have a good evening. Uh, that is a week from today at Aliso Creek Beach. So that's the, you know, just... Uh, south of the montage uh, on PCH here in Laguna Beach. Easy and easy find. Just look for the rainbow flags and you'll know you've arrived. So um, we're not sure whatever uh, firing is available is where we will stick our pride flags uh, in the ground. And uh, that's where we'll be. So yeah, don't, don't miss out on that. We do have some other events planned. Uh, we're working on a wine tasting event and uh, Laguna Pride. I, I can see all the Pride events are coming back this summer. And I think with a vengeance, <laughs> they've been in hibernation, you know, for a couple of years now. And uh, all indications are that the COVID virus is fading uh, remarkably uh, well, uh, we're very pleased about that on the national level, and there's still a few hot spots, but for the most part, it's um, good news. So I think everyone is um, planning in wild anticipation of uh, what we can do. So we're calling it the Summer of Pride, and uh, again, we have a lot of, a lot of things planned uh, for this summer with Laguna Beach Pride. Um, yeah, the, so that's that's... That's the news. I think April, I think it's April 26th is, is a day you want to mark on your calendar. But anyway, if you want to know all the news about Laguna Beach Pride and all the events, just go to lagunabeachpride.org and it's all right there. And if you want to know more about uh, Rainbow Radio, just go to rainbow-radio.com or leave Craig a message at rainbowradio.com. Now we got all that housekeeping out of the way. Well, <laughs> I think I can't call it all housekeeping. Some of it is, but it, it's it's fun stuff. So let's get right on to on this day in history because I always find it interesting and all this provokes some good conversation with amongst myself, I must say. Yes, and uh, and I'm unanimous in that, as Dame Edna used to say. I'm unanimous. So on this day in history, moving right along, today is February 12th, if you didn't know. And that would, we are two days uh, ahead of Singles Awareness Day, as my friend Joseph Meetzel likes to call it. And I like to, I think that's nice to pay tribute to those that are single and don't have a significant, well, sometimes it's nice to be single, I have to say, especially, <laughs> especially if your relationships just haven't flown the way you want them to fly, you know, maybe, maybe they hit the ditch a couple times and, and, and you're ready to be single. And, and take a break. 
and then maybe you're ready to be unsingle. So this is the time. It's February 14th. It's called Valentine's Day, which is in two days from today. So, uh, and I guess uh, tomorrow there's some kind of a sports event. I think it's a hockey game or something. Oh, no, someone told me it's the brown pointy ball that's, um, yeah, it's pointy. I don't know. Um, and I think it's in L.A. from what I've heard. But uh, I, this uh, event, it's usually once a year, is a perfect day to go to Costco because no one is there. No, don't go today. It'll be crowded as, I don't know, a flea market on a half-off sale. Um, so, but tomorrow, Costco, man, there's there's nothing. The only people gathered at Costco are around the big screen TVs in the electronics department. The rest of the place is empty. So, um, yeah, so that's my recommendation for those of you who are not interested in the that event that has the pointy brown ball. Um, and those that are, God bless you. You've got the whole day to relax and enjoy, enjoy that uh, fun time uh, that comes once a year. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get right to the news. Uh, I mean, on this day in history, let's go uh, right into February 12th. On February 12th in 1976, just a few years ago, Oh, this is a sad one. Yeah, I saw this earlier. Yeah, gay actor Sal Minio, who was in Rebel Without a Cause, and it was had a lot of gay undertones in it, and and he was gay. Uh, He was madly in love with the main star, who was, um, name eludes me at the moment. (laughs) Jesus, Craig, you should have had your brain power drink this morning. Sal Minio was stabbed to death in a garage in his West Hollywood apartment building on 8569 Holloway Drive. He's only 37 years old. The crime goes unsolved for a number of years until his murderer, Lionel Ray Williams, is caught and convicted. Yeah. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause with James Dean. And there was a great group of people in that movie. Um, but anyway, Sal Minio was the young boy who was kind of infatuated with James Dean. And James, there was a female co-star with James Dean. And, um, you know, my mother knew everything, okay? And so I once asked her about what the innuendo was, which there was a lot of innuendo in movies, in those early movies where they couldn't use the gay word, where they're trying to get the gay word not to be said in schools anymore, which is really sad. It's a new, that's a new event if you're not familiar, up to date on it. Anyway, uh, so uh, definitely that was part of the relationship. And, and I think um, uh, there was some sympathetic, but, you know, usually if they had a gay character, sadly, they had a tragic ending. And so that was very true in the movie. Another one was uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof with Liz Taylor and um, Paul Newman. And Paul had a very special friend, which they referred to in it. Burl Ives was in it. It was a great movie. And uh, I asked my mother again, what's this Paul Newman thing and his special friend? And, oh, yeah, yeah, we all knew that. But, you know, so my mother was a very wise person. Of course, give her a glass of wine and she knew everything. (laughs) She could solve all the problems of the world. 
I admire a person who can have a bottle of wine and solve all the problems of the world. Not complain about them, but solve them. There's a big difference. I don't care about people that drink wine and complain. I love people that drink wine and are visionaries and solve all the problems. So here's to you. Uh, but I digress. I'm going on way too far. 1982, Making Love opens nationwide. Producers uh, timed the release of this film with Valentine's Day weekend. How about that? In response to complaints about the film's depiction of gay love, uh, star Harry Hamlin rather presently comments, the more radical elements of the gay culture are going to be disappointed by the all the films coming out now sponsored by the major studios. A lot of these people feel that they're way beyond where these films take us. But the intelligent know that there has to be groundbreaking ceremony, which this is what this is. In other words, take it for what it is. At least it's groundbreaking, and I suppose so. And that was 1982, so we've come a long ways. And 2004, city officials in San Francisco, California, begin issuing, issuing marriage license to homosexual couples and perform the first known civil marriage of a homosexual couple in the U.S. by marrying homosexual activist lesbian couple Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon. Over 80 couples were given quick ceremonies before they got shut down. Um, our current governor was actually mayor at the time there in San Francisco, and uh, he decided that um, the city was going to allow, or not allow, but the city was going to officially um, do gay marriages as uh, he felt that they were legally um, acceptable. So that's what happened. And then, you know, Prop 8 came and then Prop 8 got disqualified and then marriage was legalized. A long path, but I think he, I think he shot the first cannon across the bow there with it. And so look, look where, it's, where he's gone with it, I guess. And <laughs> Moving along to February 13th, in 1972, the film version of Candor and Ebb's Cabaret, based on Christopher Isherwood's writings about his time in World War II Berlin, uh, has its world premiere in New York City. Unlike the stage version, the film version adheres more, uh, slightly more closely to the source of material and portrays Michael York's character, Brian, based on Isherwood himself, a bisexual. How about that? I have to say I was shocked and appalled by that movie. And I loved it. <laughs> oh, my. In 1990, 13 airmen are expelled from the U.S. Air Force after a four-month investigation into homosexual activity at the Carswell Air Force Base in Texas. Um, lovely. In 2012, Washington State becomes the seventh U.S. state to legalize gay marriage. How about that? Moving along to Valentine's Day, February 14. In 1984, in Sydney, Australia, Elton John marries recording tech Renate Below. B -A I'm, I'm butchering it. I'll just go right past it. Close friends claim he found... A cover, not a lover. Yeah, it was a female. 
84, those were the times, you know, in 1988, three lesbian guests on the Oprah Winfrey show are introduced as women who hate men. Oh, thank you, Oprah. Yeah, well, I guess in 88, that's the only way she'd get them on air, portray them. You know, it's the new vernacular is you got to have some bait lines to get them. And there is quite a, I mean, if you're going to have a YouTube channel, it's all about baiting your your viewer. What are you going to say in those few words on your heading that's going to bait the viewer to click in and listen to what you have to say? And more of the credibility of what the of what you've got is that bait and and the clicks that you get. But at the same time, content has to sustain it, you know. So the bait gets you there. The content should sustain it. So, but anyway, I digress. Uh, I just, my comment here is that uh, baiting the, uh, whether it's Oprah baiting the television show with a headline, you know, uh, women who hate men, or it's a YouTube channel that is baiting the viewer, or it's a Facebook ad, or whether it's, um, you know, a um, grinder <laughs> listing, uh, there's a lot of baiting that goes on out there and uh, some of it can be very hateful uh, as uh, you find in Facebook. Yeah. Okay. But I digress. We're moving on. February 14th is behind us. Now we're moving on to the 15th. In 1980, William Fredkins cruising opens nationwide and is based on critics by critics, gay and straight for its depiction Oh, it's blasted, excuse me, that's an important word, uh, depicted of uh, homosexuality. But also, one critic puts it, it's narrative loopholes and an unconvincing plot twist. So it's it's critic, it's criticized. Yeah, it was, I, I think it was through the lens of a of heterosexual people that, and um, at least that's when I saw it. That's a feeling I got. I saw it as what, I felt a heterosexual person would see and not true to the true to the culture. And not that I would know a lot about cruising. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. I digress very much. In 1983, lesbian playwright Jane Chambers, um, a late show last summer at Bluefish Cove, dies of a brain tumor at the age of 45. Oh my goodness. In 1989, a Los Angeles jury awards Rock Hudson's ex-lover, Mark Christian, $21.75 million in damages for emotional distress he claims to have suffered upon learning that Hudson had AIDS. An award is later reduced to $5.5 million. I remember that. And poor Rock, to the bitter end, denied Denied it all, kind of like Liberace. And if you don't know who Liberace is, Google him. It'll be worth your <laughs> worth your your time. Uh, we should have another Liberace, but a, a more honest one. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Well, we I suppose we do, kind of sorta, in a, in a few ways. In uh, February sixteenth, moving along in nineteen ninety. Uh, famed pop artist Keith Haring, oh yes, dies of AIDS at 31. Six months earlier, he had been quoted as saying, the hardest thing is just knowing that there's no such, there's so much more stuff to do. He uh, started, uh, I guess, tagging 
doing artwork in the subways and um, skyrocketed into world famous art and had a very short life, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Moving along to February uh, 17th in LGBTQ history, in 1989, Chicago's new gay rights ordinance takes effect. It mandates uh, fines up to $500 for discrimination based on sexual orientation. That's in 89. So Chicago, shout out to Alex, is um, pretty progressive. Yeah. Give them that. 1966. Whoa, we're going way back. Let's see what happened in 1960. The first meeting of the Coalition of Gay Rights Groups that will become uh, the North American Conference on Homophile Organizations takes place in Kansas City, Missouri. Hmm. Kansas City. I'm shocked. That's kind of like the, isn't that close to the buckle of the Bible belt? And and there you go. There you go. On this day in history, we're going to take a uh, short music break, and we're going to play some some new music. I, I've done no one has said anything, but I think maybe my music choices uh, a little too repetitive. I love them all, but a little too repetitive. So I'm trying to be a little less repetitive. This is Kali. Uh, uh, that's all I got. K-A-L-I. It's a new song. It was Mahalia J. Uh, something to say. And that is one of our newer artists here on uh, Rainbow Radio trying to keep up and keep current, which is always a good thing. Um, I forgot to mention another uh, upcoming event that you might be interested in. Um, and it's a uh, um, Patriots Day Parade. If you haven't, uh, it's, um, hold on, Ellie. Uh, it, Laguna Beach Pride in... There we go. It's, uh, I've got to get the, the, the right date. Um, <laughs> it's, um, I think it's, it's April. I want to say the 5th, but hold on. I've got it coming up right now. Anyway, a Patriots Day Parade is uh, the Heritage and Culture Committee is an organization that's been here for about four years in Laguna Beach. And it's, um, it's an association of uh, people that, um, yeah, let's see, Heritage and Culture, when, when is this event? It is. Oh, it's March 5th. So it's March 5th. So this is February. So it's next month. So it's a little less than a month away. And Patriots Day Parade is to pay tribute to all the patriots in uh, Laguna Beach that have been American patriots. And I'd like to think that there's many of us and <laughs> we, we number many all over. And so Patriots Day Parade is a, a short one mile parade. There's cars and you can walk, but Laguna Beach uh, Pride has a committee called um, the Alliance and Heritage Committee and they'll be marching. And so uh, you can um, participate if you want. Uh, it should be fun. And you go to Laguna Beach Pride to find out all about it. It's coming up uh, March 15th or March 5th. And uh, you gather up by across from the high school about 930. I think it kicks off at 11. And 
it's not a very long parade and but it's just fun and it's a, hopefully it's a beautiful day i've done it uh, about two years ago i, I walked it. it's a short walk um music and then afterwards everyone usually goes out and and has a um, lunch or whatever in one of the local restaurants kind of unorganized but fun and uh there is a reviewing stand uh, i think it's near city hall and they do announce the people that are in the parade and why they're there and their organization so as in past years when they've had it because they didn't have it always because of covid and one year because of a downpour of rain wasn't really <laughs> was going to put a, a damper on things so, uh, but when they do have it, they announce everyone and they do give some recognition to different um, participants for uh, how creative they might be in the parade. So we hope that a lot of people will show up. Uh, many people have RSVP just so we kind of have an idea. We have a bunch of fly, uh, rainbow flags for everyone to, you know, to sport about and, um, you know, wear your stilettos or your tennis shoes, whatever works for you. And bright colors, if you'd like, and just uh, meet a few new people and have some fun. So there's two things you can do coming right up next week today as the rainbow uh, gathering at the Aliso Creek Beach for the sunset bonfire. And then on um, March 5th, there's uh, the, the Patriots Day Parade. And it's a walk downtown, uh, short walk, and uh, opportunity to meet lots of new people. So... I meant to mention that. Uh, sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, so there you have it. You heard it here first on Rainbow Radio. Again, more details you want to know about it, just go to Rainbow, or not Rainbow, go to uh, LagunaBeachPride.org on the web, the interweb, the big web, LagunaBeachPride.org, and you'll find all about it. Upcoming events it is. Now, um, maybe many of you don't know, but I did live in Arizona for a while. And it's very hot there. I equate it to living in Chicago in the winter. It can't go out and do anything because it's just that it's a, the other extreme temperature. Uh, it's so hot, you can't walk the dog because the, the sidewalk's going to burn their feet and you're going to pass out from heat exhaustion. You can't go out and have a cup of coffee in a sidewalk cafe because it's too hot. So you run from work to your car to your office to home just like you would do in the dead of winter in chicago so it's limiting um i don't know why i bring that up because <laughs> it's a fair comparison anyway there's a news article of where i'm headed uh in arizona and arizona kind of has a reputation for being a little um conservative and uh a little more uh less liberal let's just say and so uh, this news article really struck me and i thought wow, some other states could take a lesson or page or two from this, what's going on in Arizona. I, I'm, I'm shocked. So my friend Joe in Payson, Arizona, should, <laughs> which is um, maybe a little not as current as maybe they are in the big city, in Phoenix or Tucson. But uh, law, let me get to it. Lawmakers introduce... Arizona LGBT anti-discrimination bill. And I find it really interesting because it says it's a bipartisan group. Bipartisan people have come together. Now, 
if that's happening in Arizona, can't it happen in our nation's capital a little more frequently? Can't these bipartisan people become buy as good? <laughs> please, please. So let me go on. A bipartisan group of Arizona lawmakers, that includes the Republican House Speaker, announced Monday that they will be in, they are introducing legislation that would, for the first time, protect gay and transgender people from discrimination by businesses, landlords, and employers. Wow. The proposal is backed by many businesses and faith leaders, even faith leaders. Oh, my goodness, but opposed by a powerful social conservative group. Okay, well, I got one in there. Many business executives and interest groups have supported anti-discrimination legislation for years, saying, saying the lack of protections for LGBT people diminishes Arizona's standing in uh, the contest between states for major conferences and business expansions. A bipartisan group of Arizona lawmakers, that includes the Republican House Speaker, announced money that they are introducing legislation that would, for the first time, protect gay and transgender people from discrimination by businesses, landlords, and employers. The proposal is backed by many businesses and faith leaders, but opposed by a powerful social consultant. Well, they already said that. Come on. Many businesses, executives, interest groups have supported the anti-discrimination legislation for years saying lack of business expansion. Well, they just repeated themselves. I guess they're not going to say who this um, anti one is, which is fine. Let's not give them any notoriety than, than they already have. But anyway, I found, I found it interesting. Uh, <laughs> bipartisan supporting LGBTQ issues. Yes. <laughs> So this one's kind of a sad one. Uh, this is the United Kingdom, and I was, um, she has an unfortunate name, Chris, Chrisetta Dick. Her last name is Dick, but anyway. Um, a damning report by in, uh, Independent Office for Police Conduct, the IOPC, revealed that there was a pervasive evidence of bullying and harassment within the Metropolitan Police involving officers predominantly working in teams based at Charing Cross Police Station. That's in the UK. <clears throat> it also detailed how homophobic, racist, misogynistic, misogynist, and violent comments made by officers were dismissed as laddish banter. So, you know, you can say all these horrible things, but that's okay. They're just laddish banter, I guess. I mean, youthful... <laughs> In our terms, it just means youthful slang. After the report came to light, the embattled head of the Met reportedly sent a letter to nearly 43,000 officers and staff telling them to the force's reputation is in peril. Now, subsequent to this article, I saw another news article yesterday. This, this was, um, what's the date on this? was the 8th. And today is the 12th. So four days ago, this article came out. And since then, Cressetta, C-R-E-S-S-I-D-A, Cressetta Dick has resigned. Uh, apparently, they didn't like her comment that um, what was going on was put the force's reputation in peril. 
and so she resigned, unfortunately. Uh, she told officers that there had been a depressing number of shameful cases in the last few months and now threatening public trust and confidence and consent. Um, makes sense. Apparently, <clears throat> the Telegraph reported, our reputation is tarnished and people's confidence has fallen, she wrote. This is serious and if this is urgent, she wrote. Her letter went on. To those... Uh, to lose public consent would be unthinkable. Apparently, they, she lost their consent, sadly. Action is needed now. <sighs> enough is enough. She called on officers to do the right thing, being professional and calling out all bad behavior or prejudice that they see within the force. Dick uh, said that, she, that not doing so is failure of responsibility. Unfortunately, she resigned. So I suppose there is a greater story behind that, um, unfortunately. And so that's the unfortunate news. Now, here's some good news. This is um, in the United States. Gay man becomes commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection and faces big challenges, I'm sure. So that's interesting. <laughs> Uh, sworn in to lead the largest law enforcement agencies in the United States, Chris Mag Magnus uh, also joined a group of gay national security officials. At a formal ceremony February 4th in Washington, D.C., with his husband looking on, Magnus uh, took the oath of office to serve as the commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Uh, this is an honor of a lifetime, said Mangus, a career cop who takes over troubled, over troubled agency nestled front and center of the ongoing immigration debate. I consider it a special privilege to lead an agency with such a dedicated workforce that has such a critical mission. Mangus, 61, becomes the fifth commissioner in the history of Customs and Border Protection to uh, a full service, a global border entity created in 2003. He was nominated in April 2021 by President Joe Biden and confirmed uh, in the Senate in December. The confirmation places Mangus in executive an exclusive company. His confirmation is significant in two ways, said Lucas F. Schleschleinzer. Schleschleinzer co-founder and president of Out in National Security, a hub that empowers and connects LGBTQIA plus national security professionals. He went on to say first, alongside other, it's a long one, LGBTQIA officials in the administration, is that they are all highly qualified professionals whose sexual orientation and gender identity were not and could not be used to bar their com from com to bar them from confirmation. Second, by serving at DHS, Commissioner Mangus is blazing a trail that will make it easier for others to follow in his footsteps. So that's great news. That's great news. So it's, it's good to have good news. <laughs> we'll have another short music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a classic. Uh, it's kind of an acoustic classic uh, that, I, that I like. Um, because it's so simple and so beautiful. Here we go. What is love? Uh, it's the Valentine's Day coming up on the 14th. Uh, that's two days. Today's the 12th. So uh, let's see. Tomorrow is the is that game 
with a pointy ball, the brown one, the brown pointy ball, and that would be the 13th. And so Monday, so you've got a few days to, to get uh, your Valentine, which is Singles Awareness Day. You know, and you don't have to be in love with someone to buy them a gift. Just, you know, that's all my love songs, the last two songs, you know. Uh, get Just get them something, someone you care about, you know, even your mother. <laughs> it's about be my Valentine for the day, at least, you know. I want to say uh, Calvin Harris sent me the most fabulous little card for Valentine's Day. He's the most thoughtful person I think I know in my circle of friends. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but he, yeah, Calvin Thank you for the Valentine's wish. It's a, a sweetheart message. I dearly appreciate it. Um, so with that message, I think it's uh, it's kindness abounds on Valentine's Day. Share the love and tell everyone you really care about them uh, and uh, extend a hand and, and uh, a warm heart. How about that? Uh, I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, so let's go back to Laguna Beach Pride for just a minute because there's a lot of uh, things going on here that I I have four events through June. I'm going to run through them real quick here because, um, you know, Pride is alive and well, but it's been on a hiatus for a while with, uh, like so many things uh, have been in our world. But let's start with uh, the next event, which is a week from today. It's the bonfire, February 19th. It's from 5 to 10 p.m. at Aliso Beach. The next event is Patriot's Day, March 15th. It's a little march through Laguna Beach. We don't have our own pride parade, but we can participate in the Patriot's Day parade and, and make a good showing. And we appreciate everyone who can show up. It's really simple. You just show up, wear some comfortable shoes, or if comfortable shoes mean stilettos, then wear your stilettos. We don't care. Uh, and we have lots of rainbow flags for everyone to wave. And um, we've got some of uh, the boom box, which is going to go down the street. Um, do that. Uh, the next event is on April 23rd at um, Bridge Hall, which is, if you don't know where Bridge Hall is, you have to probably Google it. It's here in Laguna Beach. And it's wine tasting fundraiser. Hopefully we can get Endora there to do a little wine bingo. We'll see how that goes. And then uh, June 4th, we have tentatively selected for our Pride event. That's the 1st of June. And June, of course, in Laguna Beach is, Laguna, is Pride Month for uh, all of Laguna Beach, as declared by the city council a few years ago. So that's uh, something to be impressed with. Yeah, so June and that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. It's um, it's a beautiful day here in Laguna Beach. It's going to be 80 degrees. It's still not too late to get to the beach. It's got, supposedly going to be sunny all day, and um, yeah, you can uh, grab your uh, beach chair and just take a long winter nap on the beach. I said that sounds sounds so good to me. Yeah, the way to go. Um, if you have anything you'd like to uh, uh, get on the air here at Laguna Beach uh, Rainbow Radio, please contact Craig at Craig at rainbow-radio.com or just go to rainbow-radio.com. There's a place where you can fill out a little form there and, and put all your, your wishes and comments and what, however, however else you want to respond. We appreciate it. Um, Mario has... Uh, my friend up in LA who has uh, got his ear to the ground for all kinds of sources for uh, interview people has assured me <laughs> that this week 
he's going to be focused on uh, some provocative, interesting, exciting new guests. So that'd be a great way to start this year. I hope that I can make some announcements next week and we can get some new guests on. Uh, if you're signed up on the website, I always do an email blast about any new guests that are coming out. And so you're prepared and you can dial in on Saturday and, and, and uh, check out what's going on. I got to run. It's uh, my, my t allotted time is coming to a conclusion. I'm going to take you out with Venice beach. Uh, it's a <clears throat> kind of a, a um, new age, um, I don't know, a clubhouse music kind of stuff, but anyway, and Autumn May is getting herself together. Doesn't take long. She is a crackerjack. And I understand she has a special program for you today. Uh, and a celebration of, <coughs> excuse me, things that need to be celebrated. I'll just leave it at that. Thanks for tuning in to KXFM 104.7 and Rainbow Radio. Dearly appreciate it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>